Welcome to Kinky Allergy. I am your host, Duh Kinky Kid, but you, you can call me Kinky. I have been in the sex industry for over 25 years. I am a sexual beast and I love to keep it kinky. How satisfied are you with your current sex life? Consider what you've had, what you've got, how it's working and how it's not, plus what you want more of and less of, including desires, feelings, concerns, frustrations, and fantasies. We are learning how to keep it kinky. Let's go. Hey, and welcome to Kinkyology, episode 11. You ready for this? I am the Kinky Kid, and let's get it. Keep them coming. I like to start each night off with my orgasm of the day. In my book, 365 Ways to Keep It Kinky, I give 15 different orgasms women can have and six men can have. And I will give you one a week for the season. But cop that book if you really want to keep it kinky. Available on my website, www.dougkinkykid.com and Amazon. So far in previous episodes, we have covered the clitoral, nipple, G-spot, anal, A-spot, blended, mental, deep spot, wet dream, oral, and tonight the U-spot orgasm. If you have missed the previous episodes, you can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, YouTube, Google Podcasts, all my FB pages, and my website, thekinkykid.com. If you enjoy the podcast, please share. I appreciate your support so much. How's everybody doing tonight? Um, I'm going to talk about the U-Spot. Some of you all have probably never heard of the U-Spot, let alone know you can actually have an orgasm from it. Um, Have you ever heard of the U-Spot? Good evening, everybody. How y'all doing? Anybody ever heard of the U-Spot? Nobody? Wait and see if I get some answers about the U-spot. Anybody ever heard of the U-spot? No, no, no. Okay. (laughs) Well, the U-spot is, um, hell no, you haven't, Annie? Well, thank you for answering. The U-spot is very easy to stimulate. And once, hey, Woo, how you doing? Hey, um... It's very easy to stimulate, and once you learn about it, I hope you add it to your sex repertoire or your masturbation sessions. Okay, so you are going to learn tonight. You're going to learn about the U spot. Thank you all so much for responding, everybody. I got still Annie, Wu said, what's up, and Phyllis, thank you. So let's learn about, about the U uh, spot. Um, so the U stands for urethra, also known as an urethra orgasm. The urethra is located under the clitoral hood. The urethra is the passage where urine flows out of the bladder um, with the urethra in the middle of the clitoral region stimulating the U-spot helps trigger a clitoral type of orgasm. Hello? You know what I'm saying? The U-spot is located right under the clit and above the opening of the vagina. I'm going to show you all an image so you can have an idea. So you see the picture right there? Um, It shows you the clit, it shows the U-spot, and right up under the urethra, you see the use that little area right there, that's the U-spot, 
that's your use spot. Okay. Now, uh, it is named the use spot because if you see it where it's located, good evening, Revis. It looks like an upside down U plus is right under the urethra. Similar to the G spot is believed to be connected to the anatomy of your clitoris. Now, it's not a lot of information on this spot, but it is a really good spot to learn and know and introduce into your sex life. Um, but some ladies may be familiar with it, just not knowing why or how. I talk about the U-Spot in my book, 365 Ways to Keep It Kinky. It is available on my website and also on Amazon. And my other book, I'm a Sucker, is also available on my website. And I also speak on the U-Spot in my orgasm classes. Now, ladies, if you ever hold your pee, for a long time, like four to six hours. And when you finally get a chance to pee, the pee stream is so strong. I call it a 40 ounce pee. And you get this ooh feeling, that is a you spot orgasm. That shit feels so good. I mean, it's like you be trying to remember how long you held your pee so you could pee like that again. Yes, Lord, it's amazing. Any of you ladies ever experienced that feeling? Is that why someone squirt? No, squirting is totally different. Um, um, it comes actually out the urethra. The U spot is located beneath the urethra. Um, the U spot, I'm going to talk about it in a second, but no. You felt it, Nurse Kim. Thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, a lot of us don't know, but we get that feeling. If you ever hold your pee for a long time and it feels so good, you don't know what you did. That tingling, that pressure hitting that spot at the top of your vagina that's what causes that that shake and you're like oh shit and it just ooh, it feels so good but yeah squirt we squirt we ejaculate um through our urethra and through our vagina but this is actually like i said below that so it's not the same um but it does have some fluids that can be produced um, from the use spot before or after the orgasm. So if you stimulate it and it does produce a natural lubrication, don't panic because it's completely normal. While stimulating the use spot, oral sex plays an important role. It can be stimulated with your fingers uh, or a sex toy. However you stimulate it, make sure you use lube. If your partner chooses to stimulate it knowingly, make sure you, you're vocal and let them know, you know, what you do and don't like while they're stimulating you. If you want it harder, say harder. If you want it softer, say softer. If you want it to the right or to the left, tell them. You know, the U spot is different from the G spot because the G spot, you need, you need intense stimulation and you also need it to be engorged in order to stimulate it. And it's hard to find. Again, but the U-spot is very sensitive and, again, very easy to locate. Actually, stimulating it directly may be uncomfortable for some women. You may want to opt for stimulating it just using a toy or a finger or your partner's body and gently ooh, just move over a spot. Um, if you do get to the spot, try to graze the surface and make sure to use a good lubricant. Since the U-spot is known to be really sensitive, tongue stimulation feels really good. Or even the head of your partner's dick, he can rub it like that too. And it's a really unique pleasure. You want to gently and touch and rub the U-spot area from left to right. Now again, like I said, it's very close to the urethra. 
and a lot of women catch UTIs. That's a urinary tract infection. So it's very sure to, it's easy to get bacteria up in there. So if you do choose to play with it with your fingers or toys, you want to make sure that you wash your hands or wash the toys or use some gloves or even a finger kind of. If you've never had a reason to use one, you can use it now. Um, but a really good, nice, strong, wet tongue, that's my favorite way for my youth spot to be stimulated is with a wet tongue. Besides peeing hard. I love to pee hard. <laughs> Shit feels good. And I like slow, nice ice cream licks. Now, an ice cream lick is when you take your tongue and, you know, a lot of you all just go down and you go, wow. But it's actually, you know, different licks and flicks and and patterns and different things when you really learn about it that you do. So on the U spot for me is a really nice ice cream lick. And that's when you take a lap dog tongue. Now lap dog tongue is when you take a, a full tongue. So you have your tongue out and you just lick like you're licking an ice cream cone. Real nice and slow up in there. You know, you wanna put your tongue on a clit, just clit mimicking like you're licking an ice cream cone and it feels really good gently massage the u-spot or you can gently massage the u-spot with your fingers and depending on your sensitivity this can bring some women to orgasm um if you want to get, use the finger on her um make sure to stimulate her u-spot it's a good way to do it and even if you don't want to do it on the u-spot for some women, the finger is a really good way to stimulate us. Now, some of you all go overboard. Some of you all do the most and it don't do nothing. But if you know that you're a good fingerer, you know, <laughs> I think good. <laughs> you know, but if you know that you use your finger well, try to make sure you pay attention. Now that you're learning from my men where this spot is, make sure that you try to find that spot purposely you know look for it and see if you feel, get a different reaction from her make sure you you know you know where it is now so you can't you don't have to just go down there wow but if you just stick it all the way in you'll miss it but if you slip your finger right at the opening of the vagina just above the clitoris you don't need to apply a lot of pressure um, to stimulate the u-spot um, because it's very very sensitive right there what she said somebody said so this is what wu-tang was talking about when they made that song ice cream well if that's the lick probably yeah <laughs> uh but again you want to be uh careful when you're exploring the use spot area with your fingers because you don't want to cut her or anything so always make sure your nails are trimmed and stuff then you can massage it in various motions like i said earlier vertically horizontally you know Put a little spit on the tip of your fingers or use some lube. The moistness will help minimize the friction and it allows your fingers to smoothly glide on the U-spot, making it easier for her to have an orgasm. With the tongue, you may, like I said, you may have already inadvertently stimulated your partner's U-spot if you go down on her a lot. But when you do it the next time, try to purposely locate the U-spot. First with your fingers then with your tongue and you want to play with it just make sure you have your mouth really nice and wet 
Um, if you use your dick, you know, you can use the tip of your dick, a hard dick, and you want to take your dick and rub it on the U spot, play with the area where it's located, and she won't orgasm. But if you add uh, stimulation to the clitoris while you're rubbing the U spot, oh, that feels really good. So that's what I'm saying. Up your shit, you know, learn how to do more than just put a dick in her. Um, the U-spot feels the best when it's wet again, like I said earlier, and touch gently. You do not need a lot to put a lot of pressure on it. And many women have discovered this spot just from their partner rubbing the head of their dick up and down their labia. Um, this is a motion that could be incorporated again with stimulation of the clitoris and can be a way to reach an orgasm on its own for some women so hey thank you baby thank you um after you test the grounds of your partner and find out what they like go in with your mouth your tongue your fingers a toy your dick and see what you can make her do you know what i'm saying play with it not you know where it is and i find it and you and your partner together or alone should be able to locate it because it's not hard to locate i showed you the picture um and just because you found it and just because you stimulated again does not mean that you're going to enjoy it everything is not for everybody it's not but it does not hurt to try and find it to add another orgasm up under your belt and just to know more about your body whether or not you can do it again I mean, do it. Again, every woman is different, but don't knock it until you try it. Uh, it's not a lot of information, like I said, on a U-spot. But to this day, people still try to say the G-spot don't exist. So it is a spot that is very valid and, and very pleasurable. And if you watched episode three, you will know how to make the G-spot engorge. So make sure if you haven't watched it, go check it out. Um, but don't be afraid to learn your pre uh, pleasure spots and... Honestly, I love anything that makes me orgasm. <laughs> you you could do it. You can make me orgasm. I love it. You know, so make sure. And then some women um, play with it and find it through masturbation. If you're masturbating, um, again, you want to make sure your hands are clean. Now, some women might start rubbing that area and they won't know that they're actually rubbing their U-spot, but they'll rub right there. And then they'll get a little, oh, okay, and they'll go ahead to their clit or they'll stick their finger inside of them. Now that you know where the U-spot is, you can incorporate it into your masturbation. You can rub there or you can buy, they have urethral toys that you can buy to stimulate it. I've used a pocket rocket. If you're not used to using a pocket rocket, that that might be a little too strong for you on there. And I've actually sucked my <laughs> my use spot with a womanizer and I just push everywhere. You know, I I just squirted like crazy. So it's so many things and and we can learn about our bodies and things we can do to our bodies to maximize the pleasure that our bodies are able to give us. And my job is just to help you all get that nut. That's all I want to do, you know. Um, so, again, you can find it. If you don't have a partner, that does not mean don't go and try to figure out where it is. Play with your pussy. Play with your pussy so you can learn what to do with it. Uh, you wish you knew this uh, years ago. Well, you know it now. So you can start playing with it now. Um, now we're, <laughs> we're about to go to the next segment.
I am a professional dominatrix. I go by Mistress Tiffany. Bow down. I believe every woman should know what it's like to be dominant in the bedroom and learn submission is power. Let's go. Now, I'm a dominatrix. I'm a professional dominatrix. And being a professional dominatrix, I do not have sex um, with my client, with my subs. I fulfill non-sexual fantasies. Um, so that's different from a lifestyle dom. Lifestyle doms actually have sex. You know, it's something you do in your regular life. Hey, Bryson, how you doing? Um, so I have done some <laughs> crazy things as a dominatrix. And I mean, you, you want me to do what? Okay. How much you giving me? Okay. I'll do it. Well, crazy to me, norm to some. One thing I would get requested to do is called sounding. Now, sounding is the insertion of an object into the urethra, and it is not for the squeamish. It involves inserting things into your urethra, which, which is risky unless you take your time and do it properly. In a um, medical context, sounds were used by doctors to open up and clear the urethra, which had been clogged due to some disease. The sound is used to probe and dilate the urethra. The two main risks are infection, and perforation they sound scary but if you know if you know what you're doing you can get around it without doing it and i've never damaged anybody's urethra but i will always suggest that you wash your hands if you're going to stick something in somebody with hot water lots of soap for at least one minute because you want to be extra careful going there you make sure you use gloves apply lube to whatever it is you're about to stick in their urethra now once you're ready to insert it you want to hold the dick hold, uh, pointing up and ease the end of the object into the urethra and if it's lubricated it should properly he should feel it going in but it shouldn't be uncomfortable or hurt um, in fact, it may feel good to him. His dick may get really hard and you can start when he's hard or soft, but again, it should feel good and he should get hard through it. Let it slide naturally with gravity. Don't push it or apply any pressure. And depending on how long the object is, it can slide down pretty far. Once it's in fully, when they're happy with the depth of the object, now you can start to jack him off slowly squeeze and jag his dick off this will feel so good to your slave or to your man if he's interested and once you're more comfortable you can pull it out some and then slide it back in over and over again and that makes him feel like they're being jagged off internally i have stuck worms inside of plenty of urethras not not real live worms live bait but the ones you could buy to bait the fake ones i've stuck those in there i've stuck q-tips in there and just if you're curious about the feeling try it you know, I was a little freaked out at first, but I got really good at sounding. And I be creative with what's, you know, with stuff. And people like different things in there. So you can stick a pen, a pen, you can stick all type of stuff in there. So if you have somebody who is likes to explore and try things, you know, look around with sounding because it is actual tools that you can buy, you know, um, to do this. But I've only used Q-tips and pens, uh, pens and, you know, and fish and worms and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> he said it hurt just to listen. <laughs> yeah. So then now for women, so that's something you could do with a man's urethra. And also 
women um, can stick stuff in their urethra. And it's a video. I, I, I didn't play. I don't, I didn't save the video, but it's a video you can watch. And the woman is taking a whole dick in her urethra. It's in her urethra. Her, it, they, it, it, yeah, that's what they're doing. You know, I've never tried that, never wanted to do that. I'm not uh, telling anybody to do that. But if you want to just see some shit you probably haven't seen before, Google woman taking dick in urethra <laughs> and check it out. Um, and check it out. Look, he's like, next segment, please. Um, has any ladies ever stuck anything up in a man's dick or has any guys ever experienced sounding or think that it would be something that you might be interested in? Um, still is telling me to go to the next segment. So I would, is it still a Steli or I don't know. Kareem has that <laughs> um, segment. But if it's anybody that has experienced that, nobody into the BDSM lifestyle or nobody that freaky right now, nobody. Okay, that's not cool. Aside from the tip of your tongue, a patient, yes. Okay, when you uh, catheterize them, right? Give them a catheter. Is that the correct terminology? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's all the information I have. Me, hey, hey, Miss Chapman, how you doing tonight? Um, I have, uh, yes, okay, thank you. Uh, I have, that's it on the urethra, uh, you spot orgasm. So, and like I said, it's not a lot we can, it's not a lot of information. But again, anytime you hear anything that I like, I just, I'm a messenger, but it's up to you to seek your own understanding. So if it sparks your interest in any type of way, always seek your own understanding and make sure you research it and find out on your own. I'm just here to pique your curiosity and let you know all the amazing, beautiful things that your body can do. But it's up to you to really get into it and know like, hey, I think I might want to try this. And some things you can't knock it until you try it. Now, I'm not saying give anybody just show everything. But if you married, you know, my book, 365 Ways to Keep It Kinky has been um, people have told me has been really good for helping couples be able to speak openly and honestly about things that they want to try or don't want to try or even things that they can do because a lot of times we become complacent in our sex. So my book gives you a lot of different things that you can do with your partner. Um, it's been called a sex Bible. <laughs> and it, I'm, I'm not bragging, but it's a really good book and it is available on my website. Hey, Crystal, how you doing? Hey, I'm here. Hi, thank you. Oh, okay, so I had somebody send in a question. So normally I am a life coach, a sex coach and everything, and I help people with different stuff. So this particular person emailed me and I decided to share the question with you all. And I'll just tell you all the answer, what I feel, and maybe we can talk about what you all would do. It says, hello, Kinky. I've been seeing a young lady for almost a year now, and we've been going on dates the whole nine and everything has been great, but there's a twist. She's in a relationship with another guy, her main dude, but he does know about me because they're in an open relationship. 
So there are no issues with her and myself getting down, you know, to business. She says that we both have qualities that she loves in both of us. So I asked um, what they were and she responded with, he's, he's the sensitive type and respectful choice while I'm the outgoing, protective, and dangerous choice. Now, the main guy and myself have presented the idea of us being in a poly relationship with her on two separate occasions, each of us both not knowing that the other asked until she mentioned it to us. And now she's on the fence. And now I'm starting to feel like just a bad boy fantasy she wants to fulfill. How can I change this narrative? So is anybody watching in a poly relationship? Um, I've never been in a poly relationship, but I have slept with multiple people at the same time knowingly, <laughs> with everybody knowing, um, but not in a uh, poly relationship. I wanted to, it was this, I was dating this chick and it was this other chick and we wanted that chick real bad too. We was gonna do some things, but we never did it. I've been offered a few times, but I passed it up, you know. Nobody, nobody, nobody in a poly relationship. Well, for me, the way I feel about it, a lot of times I would say that the thrill is what she wants. Being Maybe she doesn't want a poly relationship. Maybe she's happy with her main guy being open to her fucking and getting what she can't get from him from different people. But she don't want she don't want the bad boy forever or she don't want it to be full time or, you know, to the point where he has certain rights to her. She might like the, you know, dip off and that time alone. So a lot of times just because she enjoys fucking you doesn't mean she wants to change her lifestyle for you. You know, um, everybody pot, everybody in open relationships don't want to be poly. And everybody poly ain't down for open relationships, you know. So if a person is brave enough to say who they are, who are you to try to change them? You know, she came in and letting you know you were down with an open relationship. Play your motherfucking role. Play your role. That's how I figure. Um, my ex guy has several lives and wives. Okay. Poly unbeknownst to me. Okay. I swear. Okay, so nobody had it. You said not you, not that you know of, right? I feel you. I feel you. That's crazy. Um, my ex had several. Was he African? Was he African? <laughs> I know if I have a African baby daddy. I know about those Africans. Was he African? Everybody is a little different with what they want, need, and desire, um, and. If she is comfortable or satisfied with how her situation is, you know, you can't come in, let that be her choice. You can't come in. Now, to me, she shouldn't have told you that, you know, you both asking. Maybe she talked a little bit too much, but at the same time, you know, that doesn't mean that she was willing. She's willing to change what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Caribbean. Okay. So, yeah, different cultures have different things and, and ways like um, with Africans, a lot of them still, you can have as many wives as you can afford, but you can't, you know, like the men here, they'll have a whole bunch of kids and don't have to take care of none of them. 
you know, that's not how it is. If you have this child, you're going to take care of it. Oh, you want this wife? Cool. Can you, can you afford it? Oh, okay, then you have another one. Can you afford her? Oh, okay, you have another one. You know, so the way it's done is differently. And I think if men stepped up to the plate better, more women would probably be okay with it. Because sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm too good. Do I be fucking each other? I wonder. <laughs> I'd be like, girl, you want to get it on on nice that he's not with us? <laughs> But anyway, that's it for tonight's episode, you all. Thank you all so much. I'm here every Wednesday. I log on. If you want to ever catch me live, I'm here Wednesdays with 8 and 8.15 every Wednesday. But you can also catch it on the other mediums that I have if you miss it. You all know how I do it. Thank you, Bryson. I most definitely keep it kinky. You all have a good night. Uh-oh. Did I mess up? No, I didn't. Pre-K, what you say to me? I'm the kinky cat, I think.